Welcome back to the uh, the, the Jaden Neese show. So today, I'm gonna I'm gonna play like that one guy who reviews food and saying my disappointment is immeasurable and my day is ruined because that's what happened. So the Indianapolis Colts, uh, Carson Wentz, uh, you know you know Jonathan Taylor. Uh, Frank Reich, whoever their defensive coordinator is, they all did equally terrible. So let me let me give you a recap. In fact, the game's not even over. I'm watching the game right now, and I don't even I don't I don't even have to, I don't even have to wait for the game to be over to know that it's over. So when I say the Colts did awful. In both halves, in every single quarter, I mean the Colts did awful in both halves, in every single quarter. They didn't do anything. In fact, in fact, the Colts have two touchdowns. One touchdown was where the guy was completely open. And then the other touchdown that just happened a few minutes ago... You know, they they ha- they only got it by getting 10 yards away having to pass instead of run into the end zone. The point is, the Colts don't seem to understand that all you have to do against Seattle, which that's who they're playing, by the way, Seattle, all you have to do is pass. First of all, their O-line has been garbage today. Okay? They have let more they have let Carson Wentz get sacked so many times. Yet we have players like Carson or not we have players on the O-line like Quentin Nelson, the best guard in the NFL. Yet we let people through. And they're on the TV. They're they're praising the Seahawks. You know, they're praising. Oh, the Seahawks are so good. Their defense is. Their defense only gets better, and their offense is dominant. No, their defense is just average. But the Colts are just letting them walk all over them. That is what's happening. There are so many times today, almost every play that the Colts make, there's something that's happening that shouldn't happen. Same thing with the 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 uh, the Seahawks offense. Every play the Seahawks offense makes should never happen. Almost every play. There's so many times where I'm just like, "What the crap is happening? What the crap?" And I'm yelling because I'm mad. Okay, we were not supposed to lose this game. So far, Carson Wentz. At, okay, the first quarter, or the the first half, I should say, Carson Wentz didn't do too bad. Okay, he got a touchdown. He didn't do, and he got a lot of first downs. He didn't do too bad. But after the first touchdown he made, from then on until the next touchdown, which was in the fourth quarter, Carson Wentz didn't do crap. Okay, 
I'm being I want to be optimistic about this Colts lineup. I want to be optimistic. But I can't. Not with how they performed against uh Seattle today. I can't. There's no way I can. You want to know why? Because everywhere it's what they did last year but in this case they don't have an injured quarterback they have a perfectly healthy quarterback it's but but they're doing what they did last year they're missing or they're they're not taking missed opportunities or should I say they're not taking opportunities and missing every opportunity for a good solid play that they have Carson Wentz is playing the stand two game I understand they don't want to get Carson Wentz injured and off the and off the team or off the off or what am I trying to say? I understand they don't want to get they don't want to get Carson Wentz injured so he can play past the first week. But when 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 he just stands there and does absolutely nothing and lets the and just lets the absolutely atrocious Seahawks defense run him over. As much as that should not be happening. That's what I don't want to see. Like, if it if it means that you have to scramble just a little bit. Look, like right now I'm watching him. He is forced. He's being forced to run himself. He's either being forced to throw the ball away. Pass it to Jonathan Taylor. And hope that he can break through this defense. Or he's having to run the ball by himself because he sure as ever is not going to get protected by his O-line like he's meant to be. I just watched him pass the ball to a, to a running back and do absolutely nothing. That's what they've been doing all game. The best things that, that, that to come out of this game is to realize that number 14 can catch. But we already knew that. From preseason. So we just had to reconfirm ourselves on the fact. Oh! Okay, never mind. He didn't go. He he went out of bounds before he was even close to being tackled. Sorry, I am, again, I said I, I'm watching this right as I'm speaking. But back to what I was saying. Carson Wentz, I don't know whether to feel bad for him or to hate him right now. Because, yes... His O-line is doing awful. Oh, by the way, the defense for the Colts is just letting them run by. But that's not the important part. What's important is the offense. Oh, my goodness. He just overthrew. Anyway, no, what I was going to say was, I don't know whether to feel bad for him or hate him. Because, yes, as I was saying, I mean, even even Quentin Nelson is letting them through. In fact, no, actually, I don't even know. Not letting them through, but I've seen Quentin Nelson just stand there today. I don't know what's going on or what their def- – I question their defensive coordinator's mentality, even though he's supposed to be one of the best in the, in the country. I question his mental state because of how bad he's – because of how bad his – defense and offense is doing. I question it. The game is over by the way. The the Colts lost 28 to 16. It was awful. Um but no. You go I mean 
I'm really disappointed. Now, I understand Russell Wilson is a good quarterback, and he's been in the game for 10-plus years. So it's like, you know, maybe he's really, really good. Maybe, maybe, maybe Carson Wentz is only like five years into the league and Russell is 10. And that contributes to a lot. I understand that. But the only thing Russell Wilson really has, actually there's two things. One, Russell Wilson can run and scramble. He can move around. Okay, he can make it out of tight situations, and he is scary when he is on the run. Okay, the the second and only other thing they have is a pass game. Is when he passes it to either DK Metcalf or some other guy. I don't care to know his name. I don't care. I don't give a crap about the guy. All I know is that the only things he has is run game. That's the only thing they have. Sorry, sorry. His run game and then a pass game with two stud wide receivers. Other than that, they have no backbone on the defense. The people, uh, the announcers of this game will say that he has backbone on defense, but it's just not the truth. It's just not that. It's just not the case. Because when you look... When you look at the first half of the game, we were shutting down, or no, actually, when you look at the first half of the game, we were kind of shutting down their defense. And basically, the first and second half of this game were flip-flops. The first half, we were shutting down their defense, and we we weren't letting them touch us. And we were making drives down the field, eventually getting stopped by them. But we were making huge leaps across the field. Okay? But then in the second half, and our defense was lacking. But then in the second half, all of a sudden, for no good reason, our offense starts lacking and our defense starts... Actually, our defense didn't get any better. We got one one overturn, but then we ruined it. In other words, it wasn't a flip-flop because only one side of the of the field flip-flopped or of the team flip-flopped, the offensive. Our offense, or no, sorry. Our offense was great in the first half. And then it sucked in the second half, along with our defense sucking in both the first and the second half. Anyway, I am going on rabbit trails. Basically, what I'm saying is this. I understand that the Colts don't really win a whole lot of openers, week one openers. Historically, they don't win week one openers. Last year, they lost the week one opener to Jacksonville of all awful teams. Jacksonville. They lost to Jacksonville. Okay. I un- that was that that that's disgraceful. That's actually like horrible. Disgraceful. And it's more understandable for the Colts to lose against the Seahawks cuz the Seahawks, yes, the Seahawks were a playoff team last year. So I'm not going to tell you that the Seahawks aren't a good team 
But the Seahawks lack backbone in defense, which is where we should have shut them down right away. But we didn't because now I'm not, you know, I'm not even going to keep on blaming Carson Wentz, even though he was kind of a statue in this game most of the time. I'm going to blame the coaching staff. Frank Reich is supposed to be one of the top coaches in the league, along with their defensive coordinator. But he didn't show any of that. In fact, he made it very apparent that he's not a good coach, or at least he wasn't a good coach in this game. It was very apparent that he did not know what he was doing against Seattle. So that make that, that that tells me we don't play Seattle a whole lot. Now I, I I'm not a lifelong Colts fan. I've not always been a fan of football in general. Uh but in the last couple of years I have been. And I will tell you that that in terms of No, you know what I'm gonna say this. I don't know if Frank Reich has always been a good coach. I mean, he did lead, he did lead Carson Wentz to a 2017 Super Bowl victory, but that doesn't mean anything. The dude the dude doesn't seem to be mentally healthful, healthy in terms of what just happened. Now, I'm not literally tell I'm not literally Frank Reich is a mental retard. Sorry, I don't mean to use that word, but maybe I should. I don't mean to say that Frank is mentally ill. I'm just saying, with the considering the decisions he made in today's game in terms of offense, and same thing with the defensive coordinator, both of them seem to be not right. They seem to be dumb, mentally challenged. See, it's like, I, I mean, you hear people talk about there, there's players that one year they're good, and then the next year they're just awful. And usually that's a normal thing for veteran or or second-year players. You know, they're good the first year they play, but then the second year they, they're full of themselves and then they just, like, you know, they decline. But you never hear that with coaches. You never hear that with coaches. And I'm wondering, do the Colts – this is my closing uh, statement. Do the Colts just not – or question. Do the Colts just not – have access to the internet? Can the Colts not look up, uh, you know, where the Seahawks are good and are bad? Or do the Colts just sit in their, you know, their million dollar mansions, uh, you, you know, you know, wa- watching Glee on Netflix? I mean, and not, not even pay attention. I mean, do they not watch tapes? of other teams that they're getting ready to play so they know what their ups and downs are. I mean, I know, I know if you watch too much of that, then it's considered cheating or low. But in this case, if they just looked at a, like a single game of footage, maybe just maybe they would see that the, the Seahawks aren't that part of a team to take on. If you just try, but, and that, that brings me to my last, actually now I I said that was my last statement, but this is literally my last statement. It makes me wonder if the Colts are doing a repeat of what happened 
you know, 40, 50 years ago where the Colts were very clearly intentionally throwing a game so they could have a first-round pick. It makes me wonder if that's what's happening. If they're, if they're going to throw this game, if they, if they threw this game, and maybe if they're going to throw the next, you know, series of 17 games just to get a first-round pick but also lose their entire fan base on the in the process. The point is, I don't see the Colts winning the next game either. Now, I will make... Um, I will, you know what? Real quick, a uh, prediction. All right? I'm going to make a big prediction on the next 17 games of the Colts season, given on how bad they did in today's game. Um, because by the way, the Seahawks are no by no are by no stretch the best team at all. They sorry for that interruption. Anyway, so based on how bad they did today against a a barely a barely playoff team. Okay, I'm not saying the Seahawks aren't a solid team in some ways and other ways not, but I'm saying that the Seahawks just barely made it to the playoffs last year. The Colts were also a playoff team last year. Okay? Anyway, we're we're talking about the Seahawks. The Seahawks were borderline not a playoff team. And they didn't win their playoff game either. So they didn't come close to the Super Bowl. Okay? But that's besides the point. What I'm talking about now is this. So obviously the Colts lost against the Seahawks. Obviously. And so now I, I'm looking at this list. Now obviously I don't believe that the Colts are going to go 5-12. and 12, But I, I, after today's game, I am I do have different opinions about how their season is going to go. Originally, I thought they were going to be an 11 and 16, but I think they're going to be a little bit lower than that, unless they can manage some miracles. So, first, obviously, Seahawks have lost, or, or, or Colts lost to Seahawks. The next week, Rams. Um, now, I hear people saying that the Rams are overpowered, or, or that are, the Rams are super good. But I hear a lot more people saying that the Rams are overrated. And I'm inclined to believe that. I really do uh, believe that the Rams are just a little bit overrated. So I'm going to say that we're probably going to lose to the Rams because it is a very stacked team. But I think the Rams game is going to be much, much closer than the Seahawks game was. Anyway, the next week is going to be the Titans. I don't think we stand a chance against the Titans. I truly believe that. The Titans have always been historically good. In fact, they've really they've only had a few bad, bad seasons in terms of bad in terms of how bad seasons go. They've only had a few. Okay. Um then so I, I would say they would probably lose that game too. In fact, I, I am more in favor of the Colts winning against the Rams than I am against the Titans. Um, anyway, next game, week four, is the Dolphins. I think we're going to win that game. The Dolphins are a good team, but the Dolphins only went 10-5 and last year. 
And if I know anything from, you know, like, like my, I'm excluding uh, good elite teams like the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, I, I like Kansas City. I'm excluding from this uh, technicality. I'm excluding Buccaneers. I'm excluding the Chiefs, and I'm excluding the Bills because those are the oh, those have been the top three teams for the past two years. Okay, so I'm not going to count those is what I'm about to say, but I'm saying I it's very historical that playoff teams one year that or a team that's a play that's a borderline playoff team one year is a team that's not so good the next year. Now, I don't want to believe that for the Colts, but it's it's the truth. Okay? So, I'd say against Miami Dolphins, we take the victory, okay? I would say we win against Miami Dolphins. Then the next week, week five, we go against Baltimore. We haven't won against Baltimore in the past two or three years, but I feel like Baltimore is about even with us. Now, Baltimore had a good year last year. And the year before, but you know, Lamar Jackson can only get only can only get so good before he just starts declining. Same thing with every player in the NFL; only gets so good before he just gets really, really bad. Um, so I would say it could go either way with the Baltimore Ravens. I I, I know that's an unpopular opinion, but that there, <laughs> you know, you never know. Um, so the next week, week six, I would say against the Texans, I want to believe I believe I 100. Okay. I 99% believe we're going to win against the Texans. There's, there should be no issue. There should be no contest there. The Texans are only, the Texans only score points if they have Deshaun Watson's uh, other than that, the Texans are just awful. Okay. But you know, even though I'm saying that, even though I'm putting them down on the record for winning against the Texans, you never know. You never know, because the way the the Colts did today, you the Texans might end up beating them right out outright. I should say. Anyway, but I'm gonna put them as a win for the Texans. So far, we have two wins, two undecideds, and two losses. As we move into Week Seven, Week Seven, San Francisco 49ers. The 49ers put on a huge show today on their game, but the problem is they're playing against the Lions, and the Lions are the worst team in the league. Next to the, or like right one place above the Texans, I should say. Okay? The the second worst team in the league. There is no way the Texans beat us. Wait, wait, or sorry, <laughs> I backtracked. Oops, there's no way uh, that the Texans beat us, but the San Francisco 49ers, yeah, you do. Yeah, you're going to do good against a team that is historically bad from the past 10 years or more. But anyway, I think we're going to lose the game. I think, no, you know what? Let me backtrack. People say the 49ers are going to win the Super Bowl this year or maybe go against the Chiefs in the Super Bowl, but I don't know. I don't think this I don't think the 49ers have it. I think there's I think they've got one more year before they're that good. But that's just that's just coming from a a rival Colts fan. 
So I would say that game we're, we would probably lose. I'd be I. It's a safe bet that we lose that game. The next game, the Tech, the, the Titans. Now I don't want to say we lose this game because I feel like I feel like whichever game I I feel like whichever game we play Titan the Titans in that is in our stadium or sorry their stadium we win. But if it's in our stadium, we lose. That's just like a thing. That's been a thing in the past few years. Uh, we lose in or we lose in our stadium against the Titans, but we win in their stadium. So I say in this in week eight we lose, or or flip flop week three we win and week eight we lose, depending on which one's in their stadium. The next one is New York Jets. We take that victory without a problem. There's no question. Don't even question me on that assessment. The next week, Jacksonville Jaguars, easy sweep. Trevor Lawrence is not all is not all he's cracked up to be, and he will and he at least in the next five years he will he or should I say he himself said that in the next five years he hopes to be as good as everyone says he is now. Meaning that he knows he's not that good, but he's the only—he's Jacksonville's only hope of winning games at this point. Anyway, week eleven, I have us—I have us losing against the Bills. Now, take this with a grain of salt, because last year in the playoffs we were a touchdown away from beating the Bills and going to the divisional round. Okay, a week away. So there, at that point, there was no question that he, that the Colts team can go against the best, okay? Because we almost won. We were, uh, it was twenty four and twenty seven. We were a touchdown pass. The touchdown pass had been made. We were one catch away from the divisional round. But we didn't do it. We didn't take it. There was too many people on the field guarding T.Y. Hilton, and we just didn't get it. But the point is, we almost did. We almost did. So I'm going to say the Bills is – it could go either way. Even though as much as I fear the Bills' offense and defense at times, I think think at this point we're – I think I think by the point of week 11 I think the Colts are going to be more than ready to face off any team whether or not they lose because I think they'll they'll be re- they'll be warmed up at that point hopefully and I think the Bills game could go either way even though that may be on a, an unpopular opinion now moving on to number 12 <sighs> Tom Brady at first like like a week ago, I did not think anything of Tom Brady losing to anybody, because I I just thought Tom Brady was the best quarterback in in the league right now. But at, right now, Tom Brady almost lost to Dak Prescott. Now I'm not saying Dak Prescott's a bad quarterback because the Cowboys are actually doing better now in the first week of the season or their first week in the opening game of the NFL season, they're doing better. They did better in their first week than, than they did all year 
Okay. They were nowhere close last year, but they were so close to beating Tom Brady until they got a field goal off. But I don't think Tom Brady's team is going to miss a field goal. That's just, like, impossible at this point. But I'm saying Tom Brady is probably going to beat us in Week 12. It's almost not even a question. But I'm not going to I'm not going to eliminate the idea of us beating him. I'm not going to cancel that out. I'm going to keep that in the back of my head in hopes of it being a reality that we actually might have a chance. But I'm not going to say we do. Okay? But I'm not saying we don't. So I'm not going to say anything about it. The next week, week uh week 13 is a another easy win against the Texans. The Texans are awful. Okay, week 15, the Patriots. Now, I want to believe we win this game because the Patriots just haven't been the same. They never will be the same since, or they never will be the same. After Tom Brady left their team, they, 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 they never came close. Okay, they never came close with um, Cam Newton. Um, they Cam Newton took them to some pretty vic, pretty victories, but Cam Newton also was never the same after he left Carolina, because he was booted out because of how bad he was doing after his one Super Bowl win. Like, chill out, dude. Seriously, chill out. Anyway, so I say with the Patriots, I would say it goes either way, but I would say. Or should I say, I would say the Patriots game goes either way, but I'm favoring the Colts in this one. Obviously, I'm favoring the Colts in every one, but I I am realistically favoring the Colts in the Week 15 game. Now, on to the Christmas game, the Week 16 Christmas game against the Arizona Cardinals. That will be a fun game. I'm not going to lie. I'm actually excited for that one, Okay. It's going to be a fun game. And I think that one we're going to win. Then to wrap it up, the Raiders, I think we're going to beat again by a large margin. And then the Panthers, or the Panthers, the uh, Jacksonville, at the very end of the season, there's no way we can lose against them. We're going to win. That's my final prediction. So, at this point, before I end this episode, my predictions for the win-loss ratio of the Colts this year is 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, and 4 undecideds, or either way games. So, take that as you will. But after today, I have less hope for the Colts being a playoff team. But I'm not losing hope, if that's what you're wondering. Anyway, thank you for listening to today's uh, episode of the podcast. I will see you next week after the Week 2 game against the Los Angeles Rams. We'll see how it goes. Are they are the Rams underrated, and will the Colts beat them, or will the Rams just totally demolish the Colts? And, and stay true to the name of an overpowered team.
Anyway, I'm your host, Jaden Summers, and I'll see you guys next week. Bye.